Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Week six is here, and you know what that means. Bye weeks are back. Great. Whoop-dee-doo. If you have a fantasy player on the Lions, Texans, Raiders, or Niners, make sure you get them on your bench as we get into another episode of the Breakout Football Podcast right here on the Believe Network, sponsored by Prize Picks. I'm Zach Cohen, at Zach Cohen FB on all social media, and today we're going to use my social media to make a little bit of a different episode than we've seen in previous weeks. Still, going to be a short, sweet actionable, delectable, all for your fantasy lineups this week. But I'm listening to y'all a bit more. Sometimes we do mailbag episodes. Sometimes I'll throw in some direct questions. This week, it's all questions from social media. I'm also throwing in my smash prop of the week and really almost every week. Like this is a near lock nine times out of 10 during the season. Well, I guess 17 or 18 times out of the season. And I also got my defenses and kickers to stream via my article over on the 33rd team where I currently work. The first question, we'll get right into it. From Dynasty Duster on Twitter. Should I trade Patrick Mahomes for Jared Goff and T. Higgins? It is noted that he has DJ Moore as his wide receiver three. My resounding answer, yes, Jared Goff is a top 10 fantasy quarterback right now. But no one is Mahomes. Actually, I'll take that back. There are three players who are Mahomes. Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Jalen Hurts. Them three, plus Mahomes, are significantly more valuable than any other quarterback in fantasy. Mahomes at four has over 120 fantasy points. He's the quarterback four, keep in mind. Quarterback five, Kyler Murray, just a bit over 90. Then you got Allen, Lamar, Hurts. Allen's number one with 146, and then you have Lamar and Hurts sandwiched in there. So clearly, if you have one of those top quarterbacks, you have a huge advantage. There's really no need to sell them unless you're desperate, and I don't think Jared Goff and T. Higgins really cuts it, especially if you have a stack like Dynasty Duster does. He has Travis Kelsey on his roster too. Why break it? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? So keep Mahomes. This is crazy, and I gotta give a hat tip to J.J. Zacharyson about this, because just to kind of go back to my point about the top quarterbacks, quarterback one through four right now is averaging 26.4 points per game. Quarterbacks five through 12 are averaging 18.5 points. That is the largest, largest margin of the past six years. Again, hat tip to J.J. Zacharyson, a true legend in the fantasy space. This next question comes from Dalton from TikTok. Dalvin Cook for Jonathan Taylor straight up. My answer is I think Jonathan Taylor is a buy low and Dalvin Cook is a sell high. So I would rather have Taylor and here's why. Cook's playing time 
has actually decreased in every game this season. And I remember watching the Vikings game this past weekend thinking, man, like, Madison's been on the field for quite a good amount of time and it actually he was madison was used more on third downs more during short yardage situations and more in two minute drills so it really tells me that yeah cook had a ceiling game what he did last week we should not expect from him anymore he hasn't really looked like the same running back regardless this season and even more so uh, at times last season as well we know madison is more than capable of balling out in this offense but I would still take a look at this backfield and say, yeah, it's Dalvin Cook's backfield, but would I rather have Jonathan Taylor or Dalvin Cook? I mean, it's Taylor. And I think it's pretty well known at this point that last season Taylor started off slow, ended as a running back one. Do I think he'll be the running back one this season? No, I don't. The Colts offensive line is atrocious, a far cry from that offensive line we're used to seeing but Taylor's still getting the opportunities. And even then, to be more specific, through weeks one through four in 2021, Taylor was RB21. Through weeks one through four in 2022, Taylor was running back 20. So a lot of 20s in there. But the big point is, expect a little bit more of a bounce back for Taylor. I don't really think it'll be huge. He might not even be a top five or six running back by the end of the season. But Cook's usage alone tells me that he's not going to be able to replicate that. And if you especially need a boost, try to sell him. I needed to entertain this next question from TikTok from Ahmed. Hope I pronounced that right, dude. Starting Matthew Stafford or Carson Wentz. I'm going with Wentz, but this was more towards the overall what the hell is going on with Matthew Stafford dilemma right now. We'll talk about Stafford in a sec, but real quick with Carson Wentz, I do find it hilarious and hat tip to Albert Nguyen that for everyone who thinks Carson Wentz sucks, and you have some merit to that, I would probably agree with you, uh, he has been a baller on TNF in his career. He's played in TNF six times, he's 6-0, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions, 1,443 passing yards. Uh, so I don't think that should be the only reason why you start Wentz. But if you do have Wentz or you need a streamer, someone to consider for sure in a matchup with a Bears defense, not so great. Again, I'm going to talk about the Bears defense in a little bit at the end of the show when I get into some defenses and kickers to stream. Obviously, if you uh, are listening to this after Thursday Night Football, then yeah, you're going to just have to disregard anything I talk about. But 90% of this episode is stuff that's happening on Sunday and Monday. So no need to fear. Back to my boy Matthew Stafford. I say my boy because he's helped me win a good amount of money this season. I'm telling you right now, his interception total on prize picks is golden. All you gotta do is check that box that he's throwing a pick. He's tied for the most interceptions this season, and he's tied for the most interceptions this season combined with the last season. He's throwing a pick in all but one game this season. It is my 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 golden goose of a player prop. I've taken it every single week for the last four weeks. Of course, one of those weeks he did not throw an interception, but everyone else, hey, thank you, Matty Stafford. Like this Rams defense, Rams offense, sorry, is garbage right now and I talked about this in my streaming article which I'll preview and talk about a little bit more and on another TikTok I made but look this Stafford guy is not the same Matthew Stafford that we've seen last season and in the playoffs 
because this Rams offense is just sputtering as a whole. I mean, yes, yeah, Stafford is getting the pass attempts. That's great. To be a good fantasy quarterback, you either got to run a lot or throw a lot. Ideally, you do both, as you see with some of the top quarterbacks today. But either way, running is more important. Stafford doesn't do that. Yes, he has the eighth most pass attempts. And yes, the Rams have the highest pass play rate. Stafford and this offense just stink. And this week, they face a good Panthers defense. We're going to talk about that at the end of the episode, too. I promise that's the last time I'm foreshadowing this. I do think the bye week next week for LA could be nice, but at this point, I don't think Stafford's even worth a roster spot. Like, that's how bad he's been. And if you are of legal age, I'm telling you, take the prize picks prop. Over a half in interception, it's easy money, and if you do not have prize picks, feel free to sign up and use my code ZCohen. When you sign up and deposit using that code ZCohen, they will match your deposit. You put in 100 bucks. You're getting a free 100 bucks, and that goes that you win that money, that goes right to your bank account. You don't have to spend to buy or whatever shenanigans or hoops to jump through that other sites have. Prize picks code Z Cohen Stafford take the interception. Let's root for him to throw another one against a Panthers defense that might be pretty darn motivated now that Matt Rule is out the door. Two more questions coming up. Another start sit one. I found this one interesting. Cody from TikTok, Leonard Fournette or Melvin Gordon to start. I've been thinking a lot about Leonard Fournette, and not just because he is now a member of the 33rd team with me, so very excited to see all the content he's already put out. Fournette's been averaging 14 carries and 8 targets. That's pretty darn good. He's also had 12-plus points in every week but week 2. Naturally, he just had a phenomenal week against the Falcons, 35.9 points, pretty clearly his ceiling. But looking ahead, the Steelers, who the Bucks play this week, are allowing the fifth-fewest fantasy points to running backs. However, I think we can all agree that this Steelers team is not too hot. Sure, the Bucks haven't exactly lived up to expectations either, but I'm still expecting a negative game script for the Steelers, whereas the Bucks could be up and they start running the ball a bit more, therefore boosting Fournette's fantasy value. You get the gist. But should you start him over Melvin Gordon? Yeah, you definitely should. For one, Fournette, I think, is just a better player. Like, let's just put that out there right now. You can make a case Melvin Gordon is good, but I think Fournette is much better, and uh, we should all agree on that, right? Anyway, that rant aside, Gordon, since Devontae's injuries, only had one game, but he had 15 carries and three targets, 13.3 points. That's fine. Mike Boone was still getting some work in. They have Latavius Murray on the practice squad. Also, that offense just stinks. I really can't trust many things except for Cortland Sutton of the Broncos offense. It is nice that the Chargers have allowed the fourth most fantasy points to running back. That's good, but I expect that game to be a bit closer, maybe more passes. Sorry, Melvin Gordon. Not really too involved in the passing game. I'm taking Fournette, and for anyone who has Fournette or Gordon, I don't think Gordon's a bench. I don't think Fournette's a must-start. But based on the position, Fournette's probably like, yeah, like I'm never going to say a guy's a must start because you never know what position you're in. But I can only really think of five or six other running backs I want to start over Fournette this week. Whereas Gordon, uh, sure, like if you really need to, you shouldn't be too eager to get him in your lineup. So shout out to Cody from TikTok for that question. Got one more before I preview defenses and kickers to stream. Ow, oh, I did it. I did it again. I did. I'm sorry. I had to foreshadow it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you blame me? It's a good piece, although I'm pretty biased. Caleb on Twitter, Taysom Hill or George Pickens at the flex? Ah, the prodigal son returns. Taysom Hill, is he a tight end? Is he a quarterback? Is he everything 
everywhere, all at once. It sure seems like it. I like Taysom Hill. I don't love him. I like him. And the reason is, obviously, if you don't have Travis Kelsey, you're probably scrambling for a tight end every week. Yeah, Mark Andrews has been good. Darren Waller's been hurt. George Kittle's been hurt and just not as good. Kyle Pitts has been same, not as good and hurt. Maybe you got Tyler Higby you got, or Dallas Goddard or Zach Ertz. Those guys are good, too. But for the other eight, six of you in that league where those four tight ends are taken, who else you got? Shoot for the upside with Taysom Hill. I like Pickens better. I will say I think he's safer and probably a better bet. But back to Taysom. He was tied for the second most carries in a game where there were a lot of injuries to many receivers. That could be the exact same thing this week in a game that is projected to have a lot of points between the Saints and the Bengals. Here's my thing. Taysom is better if you are playing a better opponent or you have a team that is relatively safe. You want some upside go with Taysom Hill because few tight ends. I know he might not be a tight end, but he's labeled as a tight end. You could start him as one. Few tight ends have the upside that Taysom Hill has. Look what we ju- look what we just saw. Look at all those touchdowns. He scored like a gazillion touchdowns. That could happen. Maybe he scores one. Either way, maybe he gets seven or eight carries. And that right there is a good benchmark to have when you're scrambling to find a tight end who might not even get four or five catches alone. Yeah, PPR matters. Of course it does. But Hill's usage skyrockets his ceiling. I still like Pickens, and here's why. Generally, I like to play it safe. So if you are like Caleb and deciding between Taysom or Pickens, you really got to kind of just see what your lineup looks like. Is it too risky? Shoot for some safety with Pickens. Do you need the risk? Do you need an upside play? Go with Taysom. I like Pickens. He's seen seven, eight, and eight targets respectively in the last three games. He's clearly the wide receiver two behind Deontay Johnson and over that guy Chase Claypool, wherever he's been, I do not know. So I do think it depends. For Caleb and anyone else, again, I would probably lean Pickens unless you find yourself feeling a little bit desperate. One more thing to talk about here on the Breakout Football Podcast on the Believe Network, sponsored by Prize Picks. I'm Zach Cohen. If you want a question answered, just let me know at Zach Cohen FB on all platforms. Let's talk about defenses and kickers to stream. I've kind of made a little uh, name for myself doing these every week on TikTok and via the 33rdteam.com. Keep in mind, when looking for kickers to stream, You want kickers who are potentially going to be in high-scoring matchups. You want a kicker that's on a team that's good but not great, especially in red zone efficiency. If they're scoring touchdowns every drive, they're probably not doing too hot for their kickers. Exhibit A, the Philadelphia Eagles. Also playing inside. Doesn't hurt either, right? You want good weather. You want no wins. Meanwhile, if you're looking for streaming defenses and special teams, Potentially low-scoring matchups. You want slow-paced offenses. You want turnover-prone quarterbacks. Those are the type of things you want your defense facing. Bad weather certainly helps, too. Here are my kickers to stream in Week 6. As of this recording, Dustin Hopkins and Jake Elliott are both questionable for Week 6. They missed Week 5, so if Hopkins can't go for the Chargers, the backup Taylor Bertolette versus Denver, pretty solid in Week 5. He scored 12 fantasy points. Hopkins scored 10 in Week 4. The Broncos have allowed the third most fantasy points to kickers this season. 
Vegas projects the Chargers to score more than 25 points. That's the seventh highest total this week. And keep in mind, too, the Broncos offense stinks. So this could be a stalemate where the kickers are relied on a lot. I like Hopkins and Bertolette. I mentioned Jake Elliott. If he doesn't play, Cameron Dicker could be the guy in Philadelphia. Special teams player of the week in the NFC, Dicker the kicker. Good for him. Dicker scored nine points in Elliott's place. Dallas has allowed 13-plus fantasy points to kickers in each of the first three weeks, which is nice. Keep in mind, as well, Vegas here is projecting the Eagles to score more than 23 points. That's not a whole lot, comparatively speaking, but it does suggest that I wouldn't be surprised. This game is closer than people think. The Cowboys are allowing the third-fewest points per game. The Eagles are averaging the third-most points per game. Something has got to give. I also like Kyra Santos. Again, he's playing Thursday Night Football. This could be a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday when you're listening to this. Santos has scored 29 fantasy points over the last two weeks, and the Commanders are allowing the fifth most points per game, and they've allowed the eighth most fantasy points to kickers this season. Whereas Jason Myers of Arizona, he is also rostered in fewer than 3% of leagues. He scored 10-plus fantasy points in each of the last three games. He's made at least two field goals in each of those three games. The Seahawks offense is clicking. The Cardinals defense is not. They're allowing the eighth most points per game. And Vegas projects this to be a high-scoring game. Wouldn't be surprised if Myers and Santos, we'll see how well that ages, uh, ball out for their teams if you cannot get a Charger or an Eagles kicker. On to the defenses. I've teased this enough. The Panthers' defense, my goodness. Are they great? No. They're 13th in fantasy points. But the Rams have shockingly allowed the most points to opposing defenses. Seriously. Look at how many points these defenses have scored against the Rams. The Bills dropped 18. The Falcons dropped 16. The Cardinals only dropped 3. That's fine. But the 49ers and Cowboys each scored 22 points against the Rams. For context, the Panthers' D, ironically has allowed the second most fantasy points to opposing defenses by 30 points fewer than the Rams. Only the Saints have more giveaways per game than the Rams, and Matthew Stafford is, as I mentioned earlier, an interception machine. Panthers defense this week. I think there's this thing where interim head coaches come in after a head coach was just fired and just ball out for one game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Panthers won. I wouldn't be surprised at all if Stafford throws multiple picks. Knock on wood, maybe this is finally the week where everything gets turned around. The Rams have a bye week next week. I've talked about this already. I love the Panthers this week. They're my top defense to stream. I like the Jaguars or the Colts. I kind of like the Chargers versus the Broncos. They're a little more rostered, but not a matchup I love as much as I like the Jaguars at Colts. Or the Bears versus the Commanders. I like that one too. We'll see how well that ages as well though. And again, if you have any more questions at all and you're not following... Make sure you follow me on all social media. Make sure you follow this show on all streaming platforms, whatever. Did I say streaming platforms? All right, maybe one day. Podcast platforms for now. This has been the Breakout Football Podcast on the Believe Network, sponsored by PrizePix. I'm Zach Cohen of the 33rd team at Zach Cohen FB. Until next week, peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.